Welcome back to Water Flying. On this week's episode, we are excited to report Whip Air Float's agreement with Porta Air Service as its first international authorized installation and service center for Whip Line floats and Whip Air products. Stay tuned. You're listening to Water Flying, a weekly podcast to bring you all things seaplanes. I'm Steve McCoy, the Executive Director of the Seaplane Pilots Association. And I'm Abby Kellett, Assistant to the Executive Director at the Seaplane Pilots Association, and I'm also a flight instructor in seaplanes. The Seaplane Pilots Association is committed to protecting and promoting water flying. We achieve this by working to maintain and expand waterway access. We promote seaplane safety, create educational programs, produce the only full-color glossy magazine dedicated to the seaplane community, and we create exciting seaplane events. We want to continue to improve this podcast, and we encourage your feedback. Feel free to reach out to us if there is anything you would like to hear in future episodes. So thanks for listening. Let's jump right in. Well, continuing our efforts to expand seaplane access and bring you the latest news of the water flying community, we are excited to have two special guests with us today, both from Whip Air and Porter Air Service. Uh, And why don't you guys tell us about what we're going to talk about today? Hi, my name is uh, Laurent Gauthier. I'm the owner and CEO of Porta Air Service of Germany. We are working on a thousand airplanes, 60 years in Europe, and we're really proud to become the first Whip Air dealer in Europe. And I'm Clint Cluard. I'm the Vice President of Marketing and Sales at Whip Air, and we're actually celebrating our 61st anniversary, so just one year older than Laurent's <laughs> company. Yeah, how about that? 121 years combined experience. Uh, That's amazing. That's pretty amazing. And I think we need to start this episode kind of giving the foundation of seaplane flying in Europe. So Steve, would you like to speak on that? Yeah, absolutely. So why this is such an exciting episode for me is that we're constantly working to expand access around the world. And one of the places that doesn't enjoy as much access for the water flying community as we enjoy here in the United States is over in Europe. And while there's small pockets of access, such as Lake Como, Italy, where we have wonderful seaplane flying in northern Italy, and also places like Finland, uh, we really want to do more to expand the wonderful history that has existed previously in seaplane flying in other places in Europe. So this will give us the uh, give us the potential through Whip Air's agreement with Porta Air to potentially start making some new uh, airplanes, putting them on floats in Europe. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, yeah, Europe is uh, is a very interesting area because we're talking about twenty eight different countries with different laws and regulations and uh, but we have a long tradition Uh, floats um, have been uh, introduced i think uh, yeah more than a hundred years ago yes and uh, uh, even one of the locations where we will do the whip air uh, activities is friedrichshafen at lake constance where this uh, dornier 24 was uh, introduced in the 1930s yes so there's a large tradition of uh, yeah float plane seaplanes in europe and we need to expand the market again and and yeah able to the 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 possibilities to fly in all these countries 
Yes, and we want that to happen because it is beautiful flying over there. The waters in Switzerland and all throughout Europe, there's just these amazing lakes that we would like to see more airplanes in. And, and Steve, certainly part of Whip Air's perspective on this is our our company now is in 61 years. We've uh, sold floated aircraft uh, all throughout the world. Europe is a tremendous market for us. Uh, various locations in Italy, um, the Norwegian, the Scandinavian area. And it's certainly the realization once the market gets a certain size to be able to continue to provide extremely improved customer experience and opportunities uh, to find ways for people not to have to come all the way back to our facility in South St. Paul, Minnesota. Um, for new aircraft that are being delivered out of U.S. manufacture, we're certainly on the way to Europe. But for aircraft that are already uh, in operation there, this gives us an opportunity to a tremendous partner of Porter Air Service to expand our market base and provide better service for those that already have our products. Yeah, so I don't know if every one of our listeners really understand how extensive the WIP Air family of services of products that you guys provide is because you're much more than just a float company. Um, and how is that going to you know, extend to Europe through the Port of Air Agreement? Well, that's a great point. I mean, we make floats ranging from our Model 2100, which are for aircraft such as the Husky, the Cub, and the various um, X-Cubs and Carbon Cubs as well, all the way up to the Twin Otter, so our 13,000 uh, model float. We make floats for Cessna Caravans, uh, virtually all high-wing Cessna products, and as well as an aerial firefighter, uh, what we call the Fireball, so oh, it's based yeah. on an air tractor. So we have a presence in Europe already to support our air tractor operations, but now with our agreement with Porta, uh, we can not only install floats, but there are oodles of varieties of STCs, or supplemental type certificates, we offer also. Particularly uh, single-point refueling, uh, Whip Air has uh, developed that. So if you look at the operations throughout Europe, and I'm sure Lawrence is going to talk more about that market potential for, for wheeled airplanes that can utilize that. We have extended baggages that can make the cabin experience uh, better by having the, the baggage stored in the tail cone area through that STC as well. Gross weight increases, engine mods, um, as well as our Aurora executive interior. All those types of things, uh, Lawrence Operations would be able to uh, install and service as we go forward. Yeah, I think anyone that's ever had to climb up on the wing and refuel oh, a caravan. Oh, that single point refueling. <laughs> that, well, you watch the line guys do it, and they have to drive under the wing, and it's... It's a little nerve-wracking. You watch those guys get up there, and I just don't want to see anybody fall. That single-point fueling really makes all the difference. Well, imagine trying to do that once bouncing around on a dock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh I don't want to think about it. Yeah, absolutely. And um, that's why we, we start with the whole caravan program. Um, Port Air Service uh, is currently the largest caravan service center in Europe. Wow, that's so big. I it, mean, that is really big. It is, it is big. So so we work with Textron for more than 25 years, and uh uh, have an, a whole offering about skydive as well so we okay. offer skydive kits conversions uh, uh, also this blackhawk upgrades which would fit super well on seaplanes yeah I think absolutely you told me, right double climb rate and this yeah. kind of stuff so this is just um, it's expanding the offering so single for refueling will be clearly one of the big uh, items and floats as well well, it sounds like you guys have such a knowledge base and a history of, of being able to be a successful partner with Whip Air on this. So it and seems like just the most natural partnership that could have arose, arisen. 
Yeah, as we started looking um, throughout Europe of who would be an optimum partner, especially for our very initial uh, relationship as we continue to expand uh, this type of opportunity, that the fact that uh, his organization is an authorized Cessna service center uh, clearly was just a fundamental part yeah, of our that's selection key. process. Yeah. Uh, to be able to a one-stop shop, work on the airframe in general, whether it's the power plant, the airframe itself, and then the whip line uh, products as well. So I think it's fascinating. So in Europe, we don't have as much access to 100LL as we do here over in the States. And also, uh, they're very noise sensitive over in Europe. And this is, a, to me, a, a place where the caravan really excels because it does not burn avgas. It burns jet fuel, which is incredibly uh, available not only in Europe, but throughout the rest of the world where 100LL is very difficult to come by. But also, I think the caravan is very noise friendly to the standards that the Europeans are looking to meet. Absolutely. So, so noise is an environment is a big, big point in in, in Europe. Uh, so, yeah. So that that's currently the reason why Switzerland and and Germany are less accessible for, to seaplanes. But uh, we try to change that. We try to change that. So the Nordic countries uh, use them. The Eastern European countries use them. In southern Italy, uh, southern Europe, with Italy, with Croatia, with Spain, we already have. Uh, a lot of areas where you can fly seaplanes, and now we need to add a couple of more. <laughs> yeah. And with the continued expansion of the versatility of the caravan, I mean, it's just a workhorse of an airplane, whether it's wheeled or floated. So a lot of our market is, is geared towards tourism. Uh, so certainly places Absolutely. like Cro- Croatia, yeah. uh, Greece is a, just a very beautiful location for seaplane operations for, to support tourism. Um, maritime patrol is another application that can certainly go on in Scandinavian areas. So it's just a natural aircraft, willed or floated, uh, for that market. Yeah, with the short distances between European countries and the quietness and efficientness of the, the caravan, it really makes a great European uh, choice for travel because there are short distances and you can cover a lot of ground between different countries very efficiently. So I love the caravan in Europe. I think it's a great choice. So the future is bright. Seaplane flying in Europe, <laughs> the future is bright. Yeah, and you know, as we get the caravan line established, then our, our thought process is to look at the Cessna uh, 206, certainly the 172s, 182s, the variety of air, other aircraft from the, just concentrate on the Cessna product line for a moment, and then the aircraft such as the Husky and, you know, the variations of the Cub uh, to expand even further. Yeah, that's great because I've flown another Super Cub similar to mine over in Lake Como on Whip Air 2100s. Uh, so uh, always like seeing the expansion of that. We're also, as a Seaplane Pilots Association, we've started doing these grand adventures where we take our members on an adventure of a lifetime. And we're really looking at Europe in these uh, regards, looking at Biscarros, France. Uh, we've already gone to Lake Como once, and we are looking for other opportunities. One of the most recent conversations I had was talking to Red, uh, Red Bull about going to Hangar One. And they've invited us over there to take our group and uh, tour their amazing aircraft collection over there. Yeah, absolutely. And you were mentioning Como now a couple of times. I yes, think I know. We have a special place in our heart over absolutely. there. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a great place. It's just one hour flight from Friedrichshafen, for example. Yes. So uh, clearly we will be there next next time you do it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we're excited to, to meet you there and clearly fly as well. So maybe by, by that time I have my seaplane rating as well. We're going to work on that. We talked about that earlier. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> flew too, too, too many single engine lands. Now I need to switch to the sea versions right so we'll have to get a caravan on amphibs at como because i have not been there with a caravan uh on floats yet so that would certainly be an interesting addition <laughs> yes, to the <laughs> relationship. 
So uh, Whip Air has all kinds of innovations. You guys are always leading the way. What else is going on within Whip Air right now? Well, we continue to look. I mean, one of the interesting things that we're working on as well, uh, kind of to the 206 program, uh, is a solution to be able to open the cargo door when the flaps are down. Uh, it's a Canadian AD or the equivalent of an AD in Canada. So we're working on that design right now. Um, hope to have that uh, squared away and offered in the not-too-distant future. Uh, certainly always looking at uh, different aircraft that we can float that are, are naturally uh, conducive to be a seaplane uh, floated. So we're always looking at different uh, opportunities in that respect. Yeah, so the 206 issue, that's a big deal. And you guys have, in a recent episode that we did not too long ago, we were talking about the new uh, flight training program and also the leasing program. Exactly. That's one of our um, subsidiary areas, advanced flight training leasing. And I believe you do have a whole program dedicated to that. So I you know, won't take an opportunity to repeat it. But we're very <laughs> yeah. excited about that opportunity. And it gives us an opportunity to um, expand the, the reach. Not everyone necessarily is going to want to buy a set of flows or certain type of applications where leasing may make sense. So uh, just kind of stay tuned for some exciting things in our future there. Awesome. And I want to thank Whip Air because the company, number one, has been a historically huge supporter of the Seaplane Pilots Association and all of our efforts. Uh, you can always find what's going on in the news of the magazine or your ads in the magazine. But also, Charlie Whiplinger uh, joined our board, been very active, and he's actually been working on, we took him to invasive species training in uh, Nevada, to uh, learn how to deal with that. And he's also been on our safety committee. Yeah, and, and that level of expertise uh, is coming in very handy as we take a look at the fireballs. Uh, one of the, the concerns that certain states have of allowing the fireballs to operate are invasive species. So the uh, the protocols and procedures that have been developed in conjunction with the Seaplane Pilot Association uh, has been instrumental in allowing the fireballs to expand some operations in some environmentally sensitive area. We've met with the... Um, Department of Interior type of folks where, uh, with each respective state uh, and go over the protocols and become very comfortable with the way the fireballs floats are cleaned, uh, the tanks are treated and things of that nature to allow and therefore the fireballs can can start saving more property and lives um, in the western yeah, states. And we love that. Anytime we can have, and we've mentioned this before on the podcast and past episodes that anytime we as a seaplane community can use seaplanes to benefit the non-flying community it's a win-win for everyone and it really helps our advocacy efforts and some things i think have been recognized here in the states and i suspect there'll be opportunities um, throughout europe as well or humanitarian relief opportunities um, you know when the hurricanes hit in the bahamas and other uh, caribbean areas you find seaplanes are the natural way to to get there and provide emergency relief very Absolutely. very quickly so some of our owners whether they're private individuals have made their airplanes available the caravan, uh, as well as some of our commercial operators that also use the caravan. So it's just a workhorse of an airplane. So I can imagine, you know, you never, God forbid, have an emergency or a natural disaster. Uh, but if it's a water-based natural disaster, uh, the operations of a seaplane are the first go-tos. And then I think people can appreciate it's, it's not just a recreational machine. It does have a tremendous amount of utility and commercial application. Yeah, it's funny because just before we were uh, sitting down to record this episode, I was speaking with some representatives from the Bahamas. And we actually, the Seaplane Pilots Association and our members, worked with Tropic Ocean Airways uh, flying the uh, uh, Whip Air's equipped uh, caribbeans down to the Bahamas. And the Seaplane Pilots Association, with the help of our members, we actually uh, amassed over 200,000 pounds of relief for the Bahamas in the last hurricane. And I was literally driving a truck down to South Florida daily 
uh, to uh, get the assets delivered to Tropic Ocean so they could fly them over to the Bahamas. And even, you know, you take a look around the globe, one of our key partners, uh, our customer base is Mission Aviation Fellowship that have several uh, caravans, both floated and wheeled, um, providing humanitarian relief, taking supplies in, doctors in, educational purposes, in some very remote areas uh, throughout the world. And if you start looking at Southeast Asia, it's just a very natural place for a seaplane to come in and out in some of these remote villages uh, to help folks. Yeah, so, Lauren, what, what do you, what's in your wildest dreams? What would you like to see happen in the next couple of years with this agreement and this expansion? I mean, you, you mentioned uh, many uh, positive aspects here, uh, one recreational, the other one really as a, as a help. To have a, a, a Whip Air uh, home in Europe will drive exactly the same thing, which is established already in the U.S. and other parts of the world, and which is not established in Europe yet. So I believe bringing this momentum into Europe will drive a complete new market, which is not existent now. And I believe if, if people know that, that their aircraft will be serviced well, that there is a home, that there is a support, they will tend to buy, tend to convert, tend to use it, and to have this positive uh, uh, way of, of, of showing that it has a benefit for, for the society will help for the, for the acceptance of, of seaplanes over there. Absolutely, and I think this is just the start. Yeah, I and we want to continue to follow excellent. your progress. And uh, hopefully you'll keep us very well informed of what's going on. And maybe we can even come for a visit while we're over in Europe. You're welcome. Absolutely. (laughs) And of course, you're always welcome here to come fly as well. Yeah, I'm becoming member now of the Seaplane Pilots Association. Yes, we're talking about uh, some pretty big, uh, I don't need, didn't even know if you wanted to talk about that on the podcast. But I have to tell you, this guy has so much passion. He came... uh, to us just after the agreement was signed, he was, how do I become a corporate partner? How do become, I become a corporate sponsor of the Seaplane Pilots Association? I just wish we had more companies coming to us saying that. So I so appreciate your passion and support. I mean, you're coming into this with such enthusiasm. And care for the community as and well. I mean, community. I understand certainly a business and, you know, everything that revolves around a business, but the fact that you obviously care about the community and I think we all and benefit from taking care of each other. Excellent. Yeah, coming out of the gates with, uh, you know, that goodwill right Absolutely. out of the gates. Uh, thank you. Uh, I commend yeah, you on thank that. thank you. And thank you guys for certainly the opportunity for, for Whip Air to be a part of this today. Oh, well, thank you. So, hey, we are going to keep tracking these guys. There is so much news going on here. We love the enthusiasm. We love what's going on. So we hope you've enjoyed this episode, and I'm sure that you'll be hearing some updates in the very near future. We are so glad you joined us today. If you like today's show, I highly encourage you to join the Seaplane Pilots Association and become a member of the largest seaplane community in the world. Members receive Water Flying, the only full-color glossy magazine dedicated to the seaplane community. And it's available in both printed and digital form. Your membership also includes access to the Water Landing Directory app, which has the Seaplane Flight School directory and a calendar of seaplane events not only here in the United States, but around the world. The association hosts regular educational workshops, safety seminars, and gatherings for seaplane pilots and anyone with a passion for seaplanes. So look us up online at seaplanes.org. Join our community 
and support our mission of protecting and promoting water flying.